What in the world is a starting point, specifically in your health and fitness journey? We're going to define that today. You're also going to learn why a starting point is essential and non-negotiable in weight loss. I'm so excited. Let's go. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies. 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency, and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen, and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. In yesterday's episode, I made probably the biggest announcement of my career of this year. I announced Starting Point School, and in exactly one month, exactly one month from today, on December 29th, you will be able to join Starting Point School. So what is it? Starting Point School is simply a short, like one to two week self-paced program that will teach you how to determine your individual starting point based on your your unique goals, your schedule, and your preferences. It is very unique to you. There's dozens of starting points, but what will work best for you is determined by where you're at in your journey and what your life looks like right now. So after one to two weeks, whatever it takes you to get through that education piece, you'll know how to recognize when your starting point has become a true habit. You'll know when to move on to your next stepping stone, which I'll hit on that a little bit today. You'll have accountability with other mamas who are going through this with you and with me for up to three whole months as you implement the starting point process. And you'll finally make lasting change in your habits. It's not going to be this all or nothing mindset and all or nothing approach anymore. It's not, let's change all the things. And then I know I'm going to fall off the wagon in a couple of weeks and go back to some old habits. We're changing habits for real. There's no more of that around health and fitness. No more launching yourself off that wagon after one bad day and struggling to get back on the wagon when Monday comes around. We're not doing that anymore. That is not sustainable. It's not the way to approach health. It's not the way to approach your journey. And it's not the way to approach weight loss if you want it to stay off. So I want you to get on the wait list, get on the starting point school wait list. So exactly one month from now, you can be the first to know not only all the details in the coming month, but you can be the first to get into starting point school. Okay. So head to startingpointschool.co and just plug in your name and your email, and you're going to get some recap emails from these podcast episodes. So you don't miss any of the info. 
You're also going to get some exclusive encouragement. I'm only sending to waitlist members over the course of this last month of the year. And you're going to get reminders when starting point school opens. So you do not miss your spot. This first round is going to be such a special group of mamas who are ready to make real change in their journeys because they're moms who want to set the example for their kids. So their kids live healthy in a sustainable way. They, they live out these habits because it's just part of who they are. And you're setting the standard for that. You're setting the example. So that's what starting point school will teach you. That's what starting point school will equip you to do for literally the rest of your life. I'm so excited. So startingpointschool.co to simply just get on the wait list. You're not committing to anything. You're just making sure you're getting all the info and not missing that 10 days when starting point school will be open to enroll because after those 10 days, it will close. You will not be able to get in for a couple more months. So I'll see you on the wait list. All right, let's talk about starting points and what the heck that even means because it's called starting point school. So I want to teach you a little bit about what a starting point is and why it's so important. But before I do for years, just me personally, in my journey, I had an all or nothing mindset that I'll start Monday. I'll start next month. You know, I'm going to meal prep my lunches and my dinners. I'm going to eat the same breakfast. It honestly was really restrictive. It was a really restrictive mindset and approach for me personally. And it's the way I functioned with health and fitness after my volleyball career ended in college. My, so like my, my year of grad school, pretty much for until I had Royce, that's how I approached it. Very all all or nothing. And there might be some people out there who can function that way. You know, it's black and white. It's all or nothing. It's go big or go home. But it, looking back, was really restrictive. And I fell off the wagon a lot. And, you know, I'd be really strict, be really on it, if that's probably a better phrasing for it, for a couple weeks. And then I'd go back to a lot of old habits for a couple weeks. And it was like, a okay, I'm functioning really, really high. And I'm being really, really strict with all of this. And then all of a sudden, I'm back to old habits. That's how I approached it. And I think that's how a lot of people approach it. And it wasn't until after a few months um, of Royce, you know, being in the world, him being a few months old, and I was at this point still a solid 40 pounds heavier than what is healthy for my body, um, that I had to take a step back and go, okay, I've like tried this whole change everything approach with a newborn and it's just not working. And I had to go, I had to ask myself what's actually sustainable (laughs) because what I used to do is not going to work. It's not going to work with a newborn. I have heard because he's my first and, um, I do have a second now, but at the time I was like, okay, I've heard that as they grow up, it gets easier in different ways, but it gets harder in other ways. And that is the truest statement ever. There's no easier stage of motherhood. It's all hard in its own unique ways. But um, if I were to try this all or nothing approach at any point in my motherhood journey the past four years, <laughs> I would have fallen off the wagon too. So I now I'm glad that I so early realized that I needed to approach this in a sustainable way um, because that all or nothing was not going to work. And I had to be really honest with myself. What did I want my journey to look like a year from now when he's one, when he's two, when we add another child to our family, what do I want my journey to look like? What's realistic for me now in this season versus how it's been realistic before when I didn't have kids and where should I start? 
because I knew trying to do all of them at once wasn't going to work. All of these changes, changing my fitness, getting really consistent with that, also trying to get more diligent about my nutrition, and then trying to get back into a routine with when I was working out, when I was waking up, when I was getting stuff done and being productive. I mean, trying to take all that on at once, I was overwhelmed by it. And I can, I'm a pretty productive person. I'm pretty type A. uh, And that was overwhelming to me. (laughs) So without having a name for it at the time, I followed the starting point process. I said, okay, what's realistic for me right now? Where should I start based on what I want my journey to look like and what I can handle right now? And I'll share what that exact process was for me. Um, But before I do, let's define a starting point because what I did without realizing it was found my starting point. Now, a starting point is one action or habit in one area of your journey that you master. So the area it might fall into, there's three. It can either be your nutrition, your workouts, or your routine. Within that area, um, I call them pillars. And once you are on in the starting point process, we call them paths. But within each of those, there's one habit or one action that you take on and only focus on that. You're only putting your energy into that. If it's the nutrition realm, you're not even thinking about workouts. If you get a workout in, great, it's a bonus, but it's not something you're putting a ton of mental effort into. So one habit in one area that you master, it becomes part of who you are. You are so consistent with it. It just feels natural. That's what a starting point is. And it's where you start on this journey to weight loss and a forever healthy lifestyle. It's the only way to actually build that because you can't throw up. And I always like to um, do this like visual metaphor. (laughs) This is one downside of podcasting is you can't see what I'm thinking in my brain. (laughs) So I'm going to try to describe it, but you can't throw up a house and expect it to stand without taking time to build it up right? That's the same thing with your journey. If you just try to throw it all together, it's going to crumble and fall the second the wind blows, the second things get tough versus if you lay the foundation, if you build it one brick at a time, if you take time building houses, we have not done it before, but I've heard it's a long process, especially with all these delays going on this year, but it takes time. But when you take time, and the wind blows, or we're in the Southeast now. So say a hurricane comes, or as Royce would say, a hurricane. (laughs) It's so cute. But if that were to happen, the house is going to stand most likely, you know, because it's built, it took time, you know, a little shingle on the roof might come off, but you can put that back on. Same thing with your journey. When you build it up strong, when you take time to build it right, it will not fall when life's circumstances change a little bit when something difficult comes up. So that's why starting points are so important. And then I I mentioned, mentioned stepping stones earlier. That's just the next habit after your starting point and all the ones that come after that, the ones that you keep building up, those are your stepping stones. Your starting point is the first one. And every single one after that is a stepping stone. And that is how you build a journey that is based out of true change. That's how you build a journey that isn't, there's no wagon involved. There's no wagon. There's no falling off. There's no all or nothing mindset. It's sustainable change. And that's what we want. That's what feels good. And it's very easy during this process (laughs) because I said it's a starting point, right? It's one thing. You're not focusing on, well, I'm going to eat a healthy breakfast and work out three times a week. Nope. I won't allow it. (laughs) You do one. 
And it's very easy, especially with that first one to feel like, really, this is going to help me lose weight. But you have to remember that your starting point, that that starting point is brick one being laid. It's brick one. It's not going to look like a house for probably a couple months, right? Same with your journey. It's not going to look like this healthy journey and lifestyle that you envision that you do want and you know you're capable of. It's not going to look like that for probably a couple months and that's okay. That takes time and you have to be patient. And this is where I think there's like a disconnect because people you'll, you'll hear a lot, give it more time, but, and you're like doing what, doing all the things at once. No, you do need to give it more time, but you need to give your journey more time. You need to give weight loss more time by taking it one thing at a time, a starting point. Okay. Um, and thankfully along this journey, along the starting point process, if you choose to do starting point school, you'll have me and the group of mamas doing starting point school alongside of you to remind you of this often, that this patience is required, that you're doing the work, that the results will come delayed gratification. Let's embrace it. Let's embrace it. All right. 2022 mamas, let's embrace it for at least three months. You're going to have that accountability. If you take advantage of this exclusive 2023 starting point school bonus when it becomes available on December 29th. Now let's talk about why. And I think we kind of already did a little bit, but why starting a starting point is so vital to your journey. There's three main reasons. And I want to hit on those real quick. as we wrap this up, the first is it's sustainable. A starting point is sustainable. You're doing one thing. Have you ever tried to change your whole journey overnight, right? Like it's Saturday. You're like, okay, I'm starting Monday. So Sunday you go shopping and you do all the meal prep for lunches and dinners and you plan out all the meals on paper. It takes you like four hours to do that. Then you lay out your workout clothes. You plan to get up at 5 a.m. So you can work out from 5.15 to 6. The kids should get up at 6.15. So you should have about 15 minutes to either rinse off or get the breakfast ready. And you know, Thursday comes around. This goes great for a couple days, but Thursday comes around and one of your kids gets up at 5:45, or you sleep in through your alarm or, you know, someone brought in food at work for lunch and you decide not to have what you prepped. You just have whatever they brought in. Cause it was Chick-fil-A. We all love Chick-fil-A. You know, <laughs> you fall off because there's when you, when you're doing multiple changes at once, they don't stick. They aren't sustainable. One little thing will throw you off and make you it just it's frustrating, right? When one thing throws you off, you're like, I'm doing it. It's going great. And then one thing throws you off. One little area gets messed up, just one, and you get frustrated. And so you just kind of throw it all away. That happens. Okay. With focusing on one thing at a time, what that allows you to do, it, you get more aware of what triggers you to fall off. But because you're only focusing on that one starting point, you can stay the course. You can rebound in a sense from falling off. Even if it does mess you up for a day, you can go, okay, I can pick up, I can pick back up this one thing because it wasn't taking me too much effort to implement only this one thing. Like I just had a client who, um, she's working through getting dinners instead of like eating out or just kind of throwing random stuff together, actually eating intentional dinners right now. And guess what? Um, over Thanksgiving, 
And then right after they got a stomach bug. And so she was like, yeah, I was planning on four, but I only got in two because of the holiday and us all being sick. But I'm, I'm going to take on another week of this. I'm going to do four. It's going to go fine. She's got a great mindset. And it's because she's only focusing on one thing. It's so much easier to rebound from something like a stomach bug and a holiday around a nutrition starting point. It's so much easier to rebound when you're only focusing on that one thing versus you know, think if if she was trying to also work out consistently and all of that happened, that would be way too much. So as you build on that with what I call a stepping stone, you know, that next habit, um, it's likely going to be on the same path and the changes, your progress in your life begin to snowball because you've already built that one. And then you add on this next one and you're like, Ooh, I can do this. This isn't as hard as I thought it'd be. And you pick it up a little faster and then you can add another stepping stone and it just starts to snowball. Really that first, that first starting point is the hardest one to stick to. It's the hardest one to follow through on and actually believe in because you're like, I'm not seeing the change, but a couple stepping stones in that's when the real change starts to happen. And then you lose weight. And then it stays off. And it's because you overhauled your lifestyle. You didn't just follow a diet for a certain amount of time and do some workouts. You're actually changing your habits and like true habit change. So it's sustainable. Starting points are also personalized. Like I said earlier, there are three paths and and within each there's multiple starting points and eventually stepping stones. But you can't pick one willy-nilly. You can't be like, okay, that sounds good. That stepping stone or that starting point right there. In the same way that you can't do all of these things at once, like we usually do. Remember the I'm starting on Monday and changing all the things approach? It's not personalized. That's just a, well, everyone else does that, so why shouldn't I? You know, like I said, there are some people that can change it all at once and stick to it, and finally it works for them. But there's very few out there, especially moms that that would work for. I think the people that works for that all or nothing approach aren't moms. If we're being honest, like I'm speaking to you, mama, it might've worked for you in the past, but you got kids now. I don't think it's going to work anymore. I've tried. I tried for like a week and I was like, Nope, this ain't going to work. And I've talked to way too many moms. I'm talking hundreds of moms that have joined our Facebook group, the tough love mom squad who are going, yeah, that didn't work for me. And it's not working and I'm a little overwhelmed um, because it doesn't. Changing all the things at once will not work. It's not personalized and it's essential. It is so essential to consider your past experiences, your struggles, wins with nutrition, fitness, and routine because those have all shaped you to the point to where you're at right now. But then you also need to picture how you want to be showing up ideally in each of those areas. And only you can picture that only you can determine what that would look like. And then you need to compare those two areas, uncover those disconnects in nutrition and in fitness and your routine. And from there, you can decide where to find your starting point and whether it's going to be in the fitness realm and nutrition or in your routine based on what's realistic for you in the season. You know, what you've got coming up, how many kids you have, what your schedule looks like, what your husband's schedule looks like, what's actually doable and what would motivate you most to keep changing. What's going to be like some moms like to take on the easiest starting point because that's going to motivate them the most to keep going. Um, Some moms like to take on the hardest starting point because they just want to get over that big hurdle first. I started with the easiest one. Most of the moms I work with in starting point sessions they pick the hardest one. It just depends on what you want to do. 
It just depends on what season you're in. If I had older kids, I might pick the nutrition one first. I had a newborn. I was like, I need to pick what's easiest for me right now. It's so personalized. And the all or nothing approach is the exact opposite. Lastly, starting points are fruitful. Now, this word is used a lot in the Christian world. Um, so I'm going to preface it with that. If you're like, Liz, what does fruitful mean? <laughs> but all, all it means is it's producing good or helpful results. That's what fruitful means. And that's what you're here for, right? Results. And I do believe, cause I've done it a three week, a six week, an eight week workout program, or a 30 day diet will produce results fairly immediately, likely within that window, their mandates. They are band-aids. And if you're not addressing the underlying current in your journey, AKA your habits, which is what the starting point process does. If you're not addressing those, you're not changing your habits. You're not changing your mindset. You're not changing the way you approach fitness and nutrition and your routine. You're not actually changing them. You're throwing a bandaid on and just trying to fix a small surface level problem, which is what your body looks like when really We need to address things deeper so we can focus on our mindset, change the way we think about things, change the way we do things. And as a result, our body will change. Okay. The starting point process changes your habits, producing helpful results, right? It's fruitful because you're approaching workouts and nutrition from a sustainable place. You're healing wounds and not just slapping band-aids on and new ones a few weeks later (laughs) when the old band-aid falls off. Like my little one, he likes to wear band-aids for fun right now and he'll wear them for a couple days and then we take them off because it starts to fall off. That's what happens with these programs and these diets that you just keep doing over and over and over again when you're not really changing the way you're approaching it and you're still frustrated. It's because you just keep slapping on old, you know, new band-aids when the old one starts falling off. We got to heal that wound. Okay. The changes that you make using the starting point process are going to become part of who you are because you're spending time fostering that action. You're being intentional and aware of what's going on in your mind and in your life as you follow through. That is so fruitful. That is real results, real change. So I told you I would share what my starting point process was back in 2019 when Royce was still just a couple months old. So my first starting point, I said, I'm going to work out four days a week. That is not where I want to be but it's realistic for me to start there. And it was the easiest starting point for me. I didn't want to do something hard to start off the bat. I wanted to do what I knew, which was movement. So I said four days a week. I don't care what days they are. I don't care what time of day. I'm just going to do four. I did that for a couple of weeks, got consistent, then upped it. My next stepping stone was five days a week, simple transition, doable, realistic, sustainable. Then I I was doing like 20 ish minutes, 25 minutes a day for those four and then five days, I decided to up it to 30 minutes, big old jump there. Right. I was like, give me the easy wins in these easy stepping stones. This was a couple of months in. And then I decided to really up my game and get consistent with a time of day for my workout. That whole process from four days a week to finally getting to a consistent time of day for my workout took about six to seven months. Like I was about six, seven months postpartum. So it took about four to five months to get to that point. At that point, being six to seven months postpartum, I decided to finally get dialed in with my nutrition. And I spent a few months food journaling, being really disciplined with my choices, regaining, regaining that confidence in myself that yes, 
I can be in control of my food choices. You know, my food and my emotions don't have to control me. My stress, emotional eating does not have to control me. I choose my food. And after I did that for a couple of weeks. And after that, I started to add in a sixth day of working out. And then I started doing longer workouts. And at this point, I'm about a year postpartum. And once my son was sleeping through the night, I decided to tackle my routine and work out before he got up. Um, you know, just get it out of the way first thing in the morning. And that was at about 12 months postpartum. When I finally reached that stepping stone, I kind of hit on all the areas, fitness, nutrition, and then routine. And it's also when I got pregnant with number two. <laughs> and by that point, by that point, making one change at a time, I was down 80 pounds, 80 of the 90 that I gained in my first pregnancy in a year's time. And I took it one thing at a time only only one at a time. I did try for like a week right after I got cleared to change it all. And I, it did not work. I was like, this is not going to work. This is not sustainable. I am stressed. I am exhausted. All I'm thinking about is working out and eating food, the right food and trying to like control my son's schedule. I was like, this is not going to work. And it wouldn't have, even if I was like, but I'm going to keep going. It would not have worked. I built my habits up only one thing at a time. And it worked clearly. I lost 80 pounds. I didn't have preeclampsia the second time around. It was a healthy pregnancy. I felt so much better. Like I felt in control of my choices with my food the whole time. Um, still just as nauseous, but felt great about it the way I was eating. And I was able to keep a ton of that in place. A ton of the starting points and stepping stones, those habits that I built up stayed in place that whole pregnancy, including my nutrition. And it's still in place today. Postpartum the second time around, although like mentally and emotionally, it was a lot harder. Physically, it was so much easier to get back into the swing of things. I've built these habits up one at a time, and I I still continue to tweak and refine. Like when life gets thrown off with this move recently, right? I might go backwards um, on more recent stepping stones, on more recent habits, but not much because they've truly become habits, things that I do naturally without a ton of effort, if any at all. That's what a habit is, something you do literally without any effort. You just kind of do it because it's who you are. I want that for you. It's so freeing. Having healthy habits be simply who you are, not something you have to strive for and strive to do every single day. It's so freeing. Now, you can try and follow the exact starting point process that I did, right? And for maybe one out of every five or 800 moms, like really one out of maybe 800 moms, it'll be perfect. The starting point process I followed will work perfectly for you, but you are you and I am me. Our journeys, our lives, our priorities, our schedules, our kids, our need for sleep, what we enjoy eating, the kind of workouts we like, our goals, they're all different. And that's why I created Starting Point School. So get your booty on the wait list because I want your 2023 to be my 2019. The year I figured it out, the year I took it one thing at a time, it made real change. Yes, the 80 pound weight loss was great. The healthy second pregnancy was great. Are those things guaranteed? No. But when you do it the right way, I would be shocked if there's not an outcome that's similar. I would be shocked. I want next year to be the year that you make change for good. The year that living healthy, you know, quote, living healthy, whatever that means to you, 
becomes who you are, not this thing that you're constantly trying to achieve. It's just the way you show up day to day. There's no extra time. There's no extra mental effort. It's just who you are. I want that for you. And if you're like, no, that can't be me. Like that's never been me. I wasn't an athlete like you. I didn't do this before kids. Maybe, maybe that's because you've only ever taken the all or nothing route, changing everything at once, new workout routine, new diet, new schedule, then falling off a few weeks in because one thing got thrown off. And it wasn't sustainable when life got hectic to change all of that at once. Maybe that's all you grew up seeing from your mom or your dad or whoever or social media. I don't know. Maybe that's all you've ever seen. So that's all you know. You don't have to have some healthy background to take it one change at a time. This is accessible for everyone. You can end that all or nothing cycle, whether it's the only thing you know, because it's all you've ever done, or it's all you've ever seen. You can end that now with starting point school. So get on the wait list, startingpointschool.co. And I cannot wait to see you in there. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the tough love mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.